Hello, this is Dustin Lindbergh. Um, I'm Dustin the Blind Minnesotan, and I just want to let you know, today we'll be talking about public transportation here in Minnesota. Um, I'm not the Minnesota public transportation expert. I'm just telling you based on what I learned and what I use and all that stuff, so then you guys can learn based off my experience. If you want to talk to the public transportation experts, you want to go to metrotransit.com. Because those people there that work for Metro Transit, that runs the transit system, they're the transportation experts. All this talk today I'm going to do about my experience here in Minnesota with the public transportation is my experience. So um, if you want to talk to the experts, you have to talk to the people at metrotransit.com. Um, the, the best city, in my opinion, for blind and vision impaired people to live in, in Minnesota that has the best public transportation is Minneapolis. Minneapolis is the largest city in Minnesota. It's going to have the best public transportation in the whole state. It has busing, buses that take you to all the first ring suburbs like Robbinsdale, New Hope, Crystal, Plymouth, Edina, St. Louis Park, Wyzetta. You know I mean it has like Eden Prairie? You know I mean it has the buses that go through all the first ring suburbs? Because um, a lot of the first ring suburbs, they they take they take the buses to go from their suburb to downtown Minneapolis where they work, and then they take the buses back home. So a lot of the public transportation, you know, goes around Minneapolis, goes from the suburbs to Minneapolis, and a lot of the buses that go around Minneapolis stay in Minneapolis. So the Minneapolis also has a public transportation transportation system and when we're on the topic of Minneapolis I'm before we dig into the suburbs I want to talk about Minneapolis one first the Minneapolis public transportation system takes it goes there's there's different ways it goes it goes north to south or east to west um so what happens is if you want, pretend if you live on the west side of town, you have to take a bus that goes from um, west to east and get off at a bus lane that goes north to south. So pretend if like you live in the uptown neighborhood and you want to get to downtown Minneapolis. You'll need to walk to a bus and hop on a bus that goes west to east, hop on that bus, get off at a bus stop, do 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 do, walk across the street, and hop on a bus going north from north to south. So, um, because the way Minneapolis was built was from north to south, because the dam is in Minneapolis is built this way, and all the roads were built to take you to the dam. Because when Minneapolis was first formed, everyone kind of worked at the dam because of rice and wheat and all that stuff. So everyone would live in their house, 
hop in their cars every day or horse or buggy and then drive in buggy north to to um to work do their work do 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 and then they'll go back south to home so minneapolis was designed north to south and the way for you to recognize that is target center is always on the north part of downtown U.S. Bank, where the Vikings play, is always on the south part of downtown. So if you live down by U.S. Bank, you have to you are living in the south part of downtown Minneapolis. If you're living by Target Center, you're living in the northern part of downtown Minneapolis. So like if you're in the north part and you live on the south part, you have to find a bus going southbound. If you're in the south part, part and you live in the north part, you need to find a bus going northbound. Um, so the Minneapolis bus system is like, once you live here and you figure out, it's very easy. Um, the only difficulty about the bus system is the west to east system. Because the west to east, there is like, because the west to east pretty much hits, they hit all the buses that go north to south. So, so pretend here's a route, 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 and here's a route. North to east, no, sorry, um, west to east will go this way. And so, like, then you can stop at this route, or 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 you have to stop at this route. So north, sorry, so north to south is the easy, and east to west is kind of a harder bus route because you have to remember, oh God, if I, if I get off this one, I'm going to totally miss the bus I need to get me to the street I need. But because everything's built from north to south. Like, it'd be kind of like you live in South Minneapolis and you want to go to HVMC and downtown Minneapolis, the public um, health care center where people with disabilities go to get treatment. You have to hop on a north bus to go north. And then and then if you want to go home, you have to hop on a, a south bus to go south. But once you get off in your neighborhood, you have to make sure you're on the right bus to take you west or east and in deeper into your neighborhood. So that's why when I always look for places to live in Minneapolis, I always choose a, a place on a north to south bus line. So, so then everything is kind of easier. Um, it's, not as, it's not easy as hopping your car and driving, but because we're blind and visually impaired, we don't have that option. But if like, so that's why I like living on the north to south bus routes, because then, you know, because a lot of the major like art institutes, the museums and all that in Minneapolis are on the north to south buses. Um, a lot of the shopping malls, a lot of the shopping centers are based on the north to south bus routes. So if, you, if your apartment is on a north to south bus route, your life will be easier because like 95% of all Minneapolis's shopping malls go from north to south. So if like you live in an apartment that's 
that's on a north to south bus lot route, your life would be way easier than if you live in an apartment that's on a east to west bus route. So if you're in an apartment that goes east, if you're in a bus that goes east to west, you have to be more focused. Like, okay, I have to get off at this stop. I have to transfer to this bus. That'll take me to, to north to south. Or if like you're going, if you're blind vision impaired and you're going to live on an east to west bus route, you want to make sure your work is on the east to west bus route. Because if you, for example, if you live on the east to west bus route and your work on, if your work or grocery store you like to go to is on the east to west bus route, it's going to be more simple for you because you just hop on one bus and that bus will like stop by close to your work and then you don't have to do a transfer. Um, and and I know that working as a blind and visually impaired person is difficult in getting to work because I'm in the same shoes because I'm visually impaired. That's why I live on a bus route in downtown Minneapolis where there's a bunch of them. <laughs> um, so the bus route, you know, in the buses in Minneapolis, no matter what kind of neighborhood you live in, you will get some bus that will take you to another bus where you can get go where you want to go. And the bus, a lot of the buses come every hour until midnight. So um, a lot of the Minneapolis buses come every hour until midnight. So be kind of like you miss your bus. You have to wait there for a whole nother hour until it comes and it comes to picks you up and then takes you to the route. Um, my favorite Minneapolis buses, because I live in downtown, so I'm going to have a different experience than some of you, um, are the 7 and the and the D train. Sorry, the Blue Line train. And the D bus. Um, those are like my favorite um, routes in Minneapolis because the, um, the D bus goes from Brooklyn Center, a suburb, through North Minneapolis, through downtown Minneapolis, through South Minneapolis, into Richfield, and then to the Mall of America. And along that D-line bus, there's a bunch of job opportunities because Brooklyn Center has job opportunities and Richfield and uh, Bloomington has a bunch of job opportunities. The Blue Line train just takes you from downtown Minneapolis to Bloomington, just through South Minneapolis. So it does not go through Richfield. It goes around Richfield um, and into Bloomington to the Mall of America. So if you live, for example, if you decided to live in downtown Minneapolis, you want to work in, um, my opinion, Bloomington. Because in Bloomington, the, the D bus comes every half an hour. So, oh my God, I missed the bus. You just have to stand there for half an hour and the next one comes. And the blue line train comes every half an hour too. My favorite, and the seven bus takes you from downtown Minneapolis to the Cub Foods in South Minneapolis. Because if like you're like me on a fixed income, you don't want to be shopping at Whole Foods in downtown Minneapolis. You don't want to be shopping at Lunds and Barley's 
in downtown Minneapolis. And you don't want to be shopping at Trader Joe's in downtown Minneapolis because they're high-end stores. So what you want to do is you want to take the 7 bus and you want to go down to South Minneapolis to Cubs. The Cubs on Lake Street or the Target on Lake Street. Um, because that, cause, um, those are the best people places for people to shop, in my opinion, who live in downtown Minneapolis. Or if you live in downtown Minneapolis, you can take the D bus that that goes that goes through North Minneapolis to Brooklyn Center, and you can shop at Cub Foods in North Minneapolis, or you can shop at the Cub Foods in Brooklyn Center. So like you have so like so if you take the D bus, you have access to two Cub Foods too, and if you take the D bus south through um, downtown Minneapolis, through South Minneapolis through Richfield and into Bloomington, the D bus also has access to a Walmart. But the reason why I take the seven from downtown to um, South Minneapolis, because if you catch the buses at the right time and you don't have to wait for the hour gap, it's, act it's actually a closer distance to downtown than taking the D to North Minneapolis, Brooklyn Center, or Bloomington to get food at affordable price if you don't want to buy food from Whole Foods, Lunds and Barley's, or Trader Joe's. Um, and then if you're, so if like you're low income like me and you want to live in Minneapolis because it has the best public transportation system, I just encourage you not to live in downtown like me because you're going to have a long ways to get to affordable grocery store. I just, I just advise you to live in South Minneapolis by the Everlake apartment complex and um, and Cub Foods there and the Target because the Everlake apartment complex, there's some units in there that are low income and there's and they're building a, another apartment over there that it's accepting some low income units. And another part to live in South Minneapolis, in my opinion, that's affordable and still has access to cheap grocery stores will be more kind of like um, the Whittier neighborhood. That's that's in that's in South Minneapolis, you know, and all that stuff. So because in downtown, if you live in downtown and you want access to all the all the good public transportation without worrying about which way the bus is going, um, you want to you 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 want to like I don't know it's harder to explain. Be lucky this is a podcast, so it doesn't have to be perfect. Um, you have to kind of like, okay, if you live in downtown, you have to get used to spending more money than you want to on food. But if you are disabled and you want not to spend high-end grocery stores, you have to kind of like live in South Minneapolis and you have to do the bus transfers if you want access to good grocery stores without – with more affordable grocery store without taking a 15 minute to 20 minute bus ride out to get cheap groceries. But the good thing about living in downtown Minneapolis is you have, you have busing to all the suburbs. You don't have to worry about which suburb you're in. Oh, oh, I can go like to me, I can go to Rob Rand Robbinsdale, a first ring suburb, just randomly get out there, walk around and I can come home anytime I want because there it's a bus before midnight I'm sorry, before midnight, and I can just hop on and get back to downtown Minneapolis. Um, 
So to me, I'm not that worried because I live in downtown, So and all the buses in Minnesota flow to downtown. So wherever where I kind of go, I mean, I can always get back home. Um, but but if but it tended if it was me and I had to go back home south Minneapolis, I'd take the Robbinsdale bus from Robbinsdale to downtown Minneapolis, and then from downtown Minneapolis, I have to go back to south Minneapolis. So it's not as convenient. But if you want, but if you're a blind, visually impaired person, you're living off your social security. You I mean sometimes if you live in south Minneapolis you know, where it's a little bit more affordable, you still have access to some of the best public transportation in the state of Minnesota. But, you know, it's still not, but it's still not as convenient compared to if you live in downtown Minneapolis. But if you want to buy things like groceries or underwear or things at a more cheaper price, you have to take the bus to a different part of Minneapolis. But, um, but for me, because I work part-time, I'm not nervous about, okay, I'm going to, I, I just normally just go to Whole Foods sometimes if it's something small and just buy it from there and pay the extra money. But if I'm buying like my whole week's groceries, I just bust, take the seven and bust down to Cup Foods uh, in South Minneapolis on Lake Street. Um, and now we're kind of talking about my experience because, because you know, I, when I was work when I, when I was working at the Mall of America part-time, I would like take the D or take the train, you know what I mean? And then I was, and then, oh God, I missed one. I didn't have to panic because it comes every half an hour. Um, and then now let's, now we talked about my experience. The Minneapolis one is a little bit messy for me because Minneapolis is where all the buses kind of flow. And, and the Minneapolis buses come every like hour. But if like, but like the D bus, that bus is kind of like Brooklyn Center and Minneapolis. So both sh cities kind of share that responsibility. The one that goes from Brooklyn Center through North Minneapolis, through downtown Minneapolis, through Richfield, and then through to Ball America and Bloomington. So that bus is like controlled by Minneapolis, Richfield, Bloomington, and Brooklyn Center. So that bus is not really considered like a Minneapolis bus it's considered it's considered a multiple city bus and because it's considered a multiple city bus all city all these cities the bus runs through has to come up with terms and because many because they all came up with the terms the bus comes every half an hour um, and then we're in their topic at Brooklyn Center Brooklyn Center also has a bus called the C bus and the C bus goes from Brooklyn Center to downtown Minneapolis and then back out to Brooklyn Center. So the C bus is like, you know, takes you from Brooklyn Center downtown and back. So the D bus is the long bus. The C bus is you just want you get from Brooklyn Center to downtown and then back home. Um, it's, it's more for the people who work in downtown and the D bus is more for the people who work at the Mall of America or someplace in Bloomington Richfield, downtown Minneapolis, you know what I mean, or North Minneapolis. So it depends, and then the C bus is a lot quicker because between Brooklyn Center and Brook in downtown Minneapolis, because the C bus has less stops because it's the main purpose of it is just to get you to downtown Minneapolis. 
Well, the D bus is a pick up as many people as it can to bring them all to the good jobs down in Bloomington, Richfield, and South Minneapolis. So, um, so the two buses have two different goals, I'm going to say. Um, but I like the D one better because I like shopping at the Mall of America because the Mall of America has the theme park, it has, you know, all, it has all the two food courts, it has all the shops, and then it has three floors, four, three floors, and each floor is a mile. So when I, so when I take the bus there, it's like me walk, I can walk there and get my three miles easily, but you just have to put like nose plugs in so you don't smell all the food. Because when, like, you go to Mall America and you say, oh, I'm not going to buy any food, you're lying to yourself because, like, you, like, the whole mall kind of feels like, smells like food. So you're going to get something. So when, like, you get something, like, there, you want to get something like a salad or naf-naf. Naf-naf is not, like, the healthiest, but it's kind of like a, like a vegetable wrap. They put, like, meat and vegetables and they wrap it. But it's not the healthiest thing because of the bread. But it's still healthier than going out to like Burger King and stuff. So like so when I go there for my walking, I like normally just go and I get something like healthier to eat. Um, but this conversation is not over because I do go to other malls in the suburbs that are attached to public transit. But my number one mall I go to is the Mall of America because I can walk there for hours and get exercise. Um, okay, so like Brooklyn Park, Brooklyn Center. You know, the, the, some, some people combine them as one city, but Brooklyn Park and Brooklyn Center have two different cultures and they are two and they are considered two different cities. I, like when I talk naturally, I say Brooklyn Park slash Brooklyn Center because the cities are so similar and they're connected by public transportation. It's kind of ridiculous. So a lot of the cultures kind of spread back and forth, but the cities are two different cities. And they have two, though they have some, they are really similar, but they do have some differences too. Um, and then when we're talking about Brooklyn Center, there's a bus that runs between Brooklyn Park and Brooklyn Center that's called the 724. And if you guys were in the Minnesota's Blind and Vision Impaired Community Group, I did share a picture of me on that bus visiting my parents. I'm going to go visit my parents. That bus comes, that bus is hourly because Brooklyn Center said, and Brooklyn Park said that bus that goes between Brooklyn Center and Brooklyn Park is going to come hourly. So if you miss that bus, you're going to be waiting for that bus for a whole another hour. Um, the 724 bus, you also have to be, you have to also be careful on that bus when it comes later at night because the 724 bus, sometimes drinkers hop on the bus or people who don't have good intentions hop in the bus because it's late and they're bored. But the 724 bus does run all night. So you can get between Brooklyn Park and Brooklyn Center at 1 in the morning if you want to. No one should be, unless you work a night shift job, in my opinion, no one should be in the bus at 1 in the morning. But that's blind and vision impaired or just kind of disabled. If like you're not a disabled person, I get it because you have to you have to do jobs at one or two in the morning. But if you're not, but if you're a disabled person who doesn't have to work and you're living off Social Security, uh, you have no reason, you know, to be up at one or two in the morning taking the bus between Brooklyn Park and Brooklyn Center.
And the bus and the buses in Brooklyn Park and Brooklyn Center go along a bunch of apartments. They go past single family homes. They go past strip malls where you can shop. Um, and then, um, of course, there's a Cub Foods in Brooklyn Center that's along the bus line. In Brooklyn Park, there's a Walmart along the bus line, the 724. There is uh, Cub Foods. There's a Target. You know I mean so? Seven twenty. The seven twenty four has more of like the shopping necessities. But if I was blind and visually impaired, I would live in Brooklyn, like Center, in Brooklyn Park, as my last options because you know the buses out there are between at least between Brooklyn Park and Brooklyn Center. That seven twenty four is not as convenient. If it's like Brooklyn Center to Minneapolis, that'll be more of a yes because the bus comes every half an hour. So then you know it's more convenient. But between Brooklyn Park and Brooklyn Center, if you have vision impairment, I will kind of – and living along the 724, it's not the worst bus. But, you know, but it's better than no bus. But in my opinion, there's better buses for you – routes for you to live on than out there. Um but for the for the sighted community who can't who can't afford a car the 724 bus is better than nothing but because we're blind and visually impaired and you know we don't we can we, we don't have to go to work cuz we can live off our social security why not live in a place that has a little bit more convenience with the busing so and then the biggest difference so the biggest difference is Brooklyn Park Brooklyn Center Brooklyn Center has better public transportation because the city wants to have it. Well, Brooklyn Park has a little bit more calmer public transportation. And then if you like Asian food, you want to bum out in Brooklyn Park because Brooklyn Park has a huge Asian community where there's Asian restaurants, Asian grocery stores, Asian everything. And then of course there's Walmart, Target, and all that still out there like any other suburb. But there's also Planet Fitness on public transportation. Even if it, if you miss it, you have to wait another hour. You know what I mean? Um, there's so much things. There's so much diversity in Brooklyn Park that you know what I mean that you can you can that you no matter what race you are in Brooklyn Park, you can at least fit in. Even if the public transportation is not the best, Brooklyn Center is a more a different story. Brooklyn Center, I'm gonna say, based on my personal experience, at least 75% of it is African American. Brooklyn Center is a very African-American city. And with Brooklyn Center is a lot of the African-Americans in that community can't afford a car. So Brooklyn's in based on what I'm seeing. And then a lot of, so a lot of this people in Brooklyn Center say, okay, we need public transportation to run between here and Minneapolis all the time. So, so you're going to get like in Brooklyn Center, you're going to get, really good public transportation and then like you're gonna get a lot of good african-american places like wingstop i love wingstop um but what wingstop if you're gonna take the bus to go to wingstop you need to call them and tell them you're coming because they cook all the chicken stuff by hand and if you sit there and you tell them once you're there it's you'll be waiting for an hour so you want to call them saying hey i'm coming and this is a time when to be there you want to give them a couple hours so then they can actually make your chicken they have they have pot pies out there. They have Chick Fil A out there. They have a KFC out there. Um, they have a lot of chicken places because who doesn't like chicken? I like chicken. I grew up going to KFC on Sundays, hanging out with my my grandma and eating buffet. 
Who doesn't like chicken? So then they have McDonald's, of course. They have like a Burger King. They have Wendy's. Like, you know what I mean? They have a Cubs out there. You know what I mean? So if you live out there, public transportation's not bad in my opinion. But it's not going to be like the worst. Um, I, I would choose Brooklyn Center over Brooklyn Park. As if you're if you're if you're a sighted person, I would choose Brooklyn Park because there's more things to do, there's more stores, there's more restaurants, blah blah blah. But because we're not sighted, we can't think like a sighted person. So I would have to choose Brooklyn Center because of the way the public transportation works. And then don't forget. Now let's move to the next um, suburb that has good public transportation. Okay, but that's good. But for Minnesota, that's good. It's Robbinsdale because Robbinsdale has a bus that goes from Robbinsdale through New Hope and then to downtown Minneapolis. The that bus comes every hour and um and it go but the good thing is if you live pretend if you're a blind visually impaired person and you live near the bus depot, because the issue with Robbinsdale is you have to walk to the bus depot. The same thing with Brooklyn Park, Brooklyn Center. You have to walk to a bus depot. But once you're at the bus depot, the public transportation is very nice, even if it only comes like once an hour. Um, so Robbinsdale, the bus, the bus depot is next to a shopping mall and it's surrounded by apartments. So once you walk to the bus depot, you can hop on the bus that will take you through New Hope. And then there's the, like a high V on the bus route. There's like a Cub Foods. High V is like, Cub Foods is like a Minnesota grocery store. High V is like an Iowa grocery store. And, but because they're both like Midwestern grocery store chains, they have a lot of similar things. High V has like a really good deli and basic food options. Well, Cobb Foods has a lot of food options about a boring deli. So it kind of depends on what kind of, and they both have different atmosphere. Cubs is more, you come in, you buy your groceries and you get out. Hy-Vee is more like you sit there, you can bum out at the deli a little bit, eat some food, and then grocery shop. You mean, so Hy-Vee is more relaxing experience. Cubs is more you pay, you get your groceries and you get out. So it depends on like which, what experience you want. So then, you know, there's a Cub Foods and there's a Hy-Vee on that bus route and it takes you right to downtown. So, you know, so like, and I like that route because you're going through all these nice single family housing developments, if you can somewhat see, and it's really relaxing because I live in downtown Minneapolis. When I want a Hy-Vee, I hop on, I go out there, I hop on that bus and I go out to Hy-Vee. And then I'm, when I'm on, it's about, when I'm on the bus ride, I see all these beautiful single family homes and I see, and I see all the nature because people out here in the suburbs in Minnesota they put a lot of effort in, in trees and nature and their grass. So then, as the bus is going through, you know I can see all the beautiful trees and stuff because I have some vision enough. I have some vision left, so I can see the stuff that's around the bus. If you're completely blind, you're just have you're just going to have to trust me. <laughs> that you know that there's beautiful nature around these single family homes out there um and if like you're blind you might not care you might say oh i'm living downtown live in a concrete jungle and still have good public transportation you know what i mean because you can't see the beautifulness 
so it doesn't really bother you. But someone who's sighted like me, I'm visually impaired, so I'm not really sighted sighted, but I'm not blind either. So it puts me in that goofy spot. But because I'm visually impaired, I can still see the trees, I can still see the nature. I find that bus route like very beautiful. Um, and then and then you know you get there and there's a bunch of shops and all that around the around the, the transit. So then if you live out there, you have to live my advice if you're blind vision impaired is live in an apartment building there. And you can do most of your shopping at the mall right there. And then and then it, and then once you need to see your doctors and stuff, you can just hop on that bus. You can just walk to that bus, take the bus into downtown, see all your doctors at Hennepin County Medical Center. That's the HCMC. Um, that that's the old name for it. The new name is Hennepin County Medical Center. The old name is HCMC. I call it HCMC because that's what most older disabled people here know it as because that's the public health care place. So if you want to use your Medicare card and stuff by the federal government, you want to go there because if you go to a private place, they're going to charge you cha-ching, 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 and then you're going to have that big copay, even with your medical assistance. But if you go to Hennepin County Medical Center or HCMC, the old name for it, um, you can just show your medical assistance and you can show your 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 Medicare card and say, hey, guys, I need medical care or whatever, if it's emergency or you make appointment, whatever the situation is, um, you know, you, you will get cheaper costs. And then you can take that bus to go see your doctors and stuff, whatever, then take the bus back home. Um, and then because of the thing about if you have the bus route, if you have high V in the bus route, if you have Cubs in that bus route, if you have the shopping mall right next to you in Robbinsdale, um, right there, you don't only need to take the bus route if you're blind or vision impaired once every once in a while to get to downtown Minneapolis. But if you're sighted, that'll be a pain in the ass because you have to take the bus route every single day if you don't have a car. Because you have to like drive to the bus depot, park, walk to the bus, take the bus. I mean, it's like pain in the ass if you're if you're someone who ha who is not visually impaired and, and did not disabled and have to work every day that will be a pain in the ass but and then someone like who me who's part-time who likes to work part-time you know i can just work in the strip mall and stuff knowing i'll be fine because you know i have social security covering one end and then my my, my part-time is just keeping me busy and my fun money you know what i mean so then you know if like but if, like, you're not disabled, that would be kind of a pain because you have to, like, oh, my God, I have to take the bus. You have to, like, Uber it to in the winter to the bus depot or walk to the bus depot or have someone drive you to the bus depot. And then you can take the bus depot, the bus into downtown Minneapolis, get off, and then transfer to a different bus to get wherever you need to go for work. But for us, this whole video is supposed to help us as blind, visually impaired people, not sighted people. So, sorry, sighted people. Um... I mean, but for someone who's blind, vision impaired, you have all the basic shops you need right there, like the Dollar General, the Dollar Store Plus, the hair salon, blah, blah, blah. And the groceries just hop in the bus once in a while, go do two or three stops over, go to Hy-Vee, shop at Hy-Vee Cubs, and then maybe take the bus back. Or if you're fine with just buying your groceries at Dollar General or Dollar Tree, you don't need to take the bus anywhere, suckers. So, so to me, I mean, so then, you know, you can... Um, there's plenty of access around there. It's not as it's not as convenient as Brooklyn Park, Brooklyn Center, but you know, but it but it's still a good bus system, city bus system. 
and then um, and then you have like Plymouth. Plymouth is the bus system's even worse than that because it's a suburb. We have to be realistic. Most people who live in the suburbs, they have the money. They're not just they're not disabled, and they can drive. We have to be us blind vision impaired people. We have to get that realistically thought. And most of the world is is designed for people who can see better than me. So, um, so like Plymouth, they own their buses only were run Monday through Friday, and they kind of and they they're kind of like the same way as Robinsdale. You have to make your way to a bus depot. And then when you're at the dust depot, it, it, it takes you right to down. It, there's one or two stops, of course, that takes you right into downtown Minneapolis where you can get off the bus. You can transfer onto a different bus and go where you need to go. But if you're like me and you don't have to have to work, you, like you only work to entertain yourself, um, you mean, you, if, you take, if you live in Plymouth, for example, and you want to see a doctor on a Tuesday in downtown Minneapolis, you can take the bus to downtown Minneapolis, see your doctors and stuff, but then take the bus back home. But a lot of the apartments in Plymouth, and it goes like a bus depot, apartments, townhomes, and then single-family homes, and then mixed in with the townhomes, there might be a small shopping center. So if, like, you're disabled in Plymouth, you know, like, and you only have to, like, if you want to work part-time or live in Plymouth, you mean you have shopping and all that right there, and you can just Uber or walk. And at the end, I'm going to tell you a little company that helps you, like, taxi around only for disabled people who live in the suburbs. But that's going to be towards the end because – so then you have to listen to all my talking to get to it. Um, so then, you know, you only have to come to downtown if you want to work in downtown. Or, you, or, or, if you, or if you're fine with just bumming out in Plymouth, you can just bum out in Plymouth. Because, like, to me, I'm willing to work part-time anywhere. So if I move, pretend if I had to move out to Plymouth, I would just get a part-time job next to my apartment at a strip mall in Plymouth. And then I'll just have to bust in once in a while for my doctor's appointments. Because, but if you're completely sighted, that will suck if you didn't have a car because you're like, oh my God, I have to take that bus into downtown every day for work. And then I have to transfer to a different bus you mean to to get wherever I'm going, and then like no next thing you know you're spending two hour bus bus rides just to get to work. But for me, I'm okay because I'm just working part time to for fun, so I'm not bored every day. Um, Plymouth will be also be a, a good area too because the buses. The hard part with Plymouth is the buses are not as nice because they only run from six to nine, ish. Last time I checked. And then they have a big gap, and they start up around 5 to 8-ish. I'm saying ish because last time I researched it, because I thought about moving out there, that's when I looked, and I don't want to Google it. <laughs> so I'm saying ish because it's around that block. So then you have the big middle part of the day that is open. So when I used to live with my parents in Maple Grove, I would bust it down. I would – Maple Grove has – I'll get to Maple Grove in a minute. Um – when I lived in Maple Grove, I would take that time slot. I'll take the last bus that was leaving Maple Grove, go downtown, see my doctor, hang out, go to class, do some few classes, whatever I needed to do for the day, and then I will take the first bus possible coming back. So, like, be lucky when I was taking the Maple Grove bus from Maple Grove to downtown, I had college. 
So it would come down here between the, I, between the two bus gaps, I would take two or three classes. And then college classes. And then I would take, this is before COVID, then I will take the bus back home. So it's not convenient, I'm going to say, but at least to me, when I normally travel, plan to travel from downtown Minneapolis to, as a visually impaired person, to Maple Grove, I normally plan to be in this area for like two or three hours or f sometimes four to five hours. So then, you know, I'm like, cool, when I'm down here doing my classes, I'll also see my doctor and my dentist. Or sometimes I would just, or sometimes when I come down here just for an appointment, I'll do my appointment, go out to eat, go on, call it a Dustin date. And then, so I'll just go on a nice restaurant by myself. And then, you know, I'll bus back home. Um, so Plymouth, you know, the buses are like that. You know, it's not the most, so that's why when like you're vision blind or vision impaired, you want to live in those apartments like that are like, goes like bus hub shelter like apartments then like townhomes mixed with shopping and then single family homes you want to live in that area where you can just walk to the bus hub take the bus into downtown minneapolis and walk to the shops at the same time but the hard part with those with the suburbs and those neighborhoods are they're expensive to live in because they're convenient because like cool you can walk to the bus hub to get to downtown minneapolis and you can walk to the shops. So, you know, the luxury shops. So then, you know, you're kind of like, because you're in a perfect gray zone, you still get your screen space. You're not living in a concrete jungle. When you're, and normally you're the highest building in town. So you're, so if you have the, if you're on the fourth floor, you have the best view because you just see all these single family homes and shops in the distance with the trees and it's, it's a beautiful view. So then, you know, you're paying for that luxury beautiful view tax um so like you know so like plymouth is not bad i'm gonna say um for you living with a disability and needing public transportation because most if you live in the right apartment you could you don't need you barely need the transportation because if you work part-time like me just for fun and you're working at like a whole foods or costco or whatever for fun or even a bath and body works you don't have to be like, you I mean, you're not really working there to make money to pay your bills. You're just working there to not be bored every day and have some fun money. But if you're a person who, if you're not a disabled person and you don't have a car, if you're a sighted person, you don't have a car, living out there be a pain because you have to Uber everywhere or, or you have to have a friend rely on driving you places or you just have to walk. So that's why I'm saying is if, if you're blind, if you're not a blind, if you're a sighted person and you can't drive, my advice is to you to move to downtown Minneapolis as much as possible. If you're a sighted person and you can't afford a car or you can't get a car for some reason, my advice is to you is to move to downtown Minneapolis. But because blind and visually impaired people, they're disabled and they can't work a normal job like sighted people can. Like They can, but be very hard here in Minnesota. Um, you mean, unless you live in downtown Minneapolis or downtown St. Paul, like me. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, but, um, so, many, so, so, St. So, Plymouth is a nice area if you're blind vision impaired and just plan to bomb in Plymouth. Um, so, the public transportation out to get between downtown Plymouth and Minneapolis isn't the greatest, but at least there's some there because they care. And then, Moisetta is kind of the same thing. You know, there's like 
shopping center, apartments, townhomes, single-family homes, and you have to walk to a bus shelter, and you kind of bustle in, like, Plymouth. They have a blank space, but if you're blind, vision impaired, you can afford there. You just, if you can afford there, you don't really have to bus in because you can live in an apartment right next to a strip mall, and you only have to, like, bus in when you need to see your doctors or whatever, if you want cheap doctor visit. If you want, if you're willing to go private and then end up having some, some co-pays after you use your, your, your Medicare and your medical assistance, and you're willing to pay maybe five or 10 or 20 bucks co-pays after everything goes through, go there. Cause these suburbs have some of the best private institutions in Minnesota. Um, but for but if like your person but though they're great for people who can have a car and do work full time because they work very well with their insurance. But for someone like us who don't work full time and rely on government insurance, living out there, going to those private ones in the suburbs are sometimes not the best because you know um, because you know they don't really do really well with our with our government insurances. And then Edina is one of my, as a blind and visually impaired person, is one of my um, iffy slash good spots because between their shopping mall called Southdale and Shopping Center and downtown Minneapolis, there's a bus that comes every half an hour, goes from Edina, from, goes from the Southdale Center, down the main roads, into South Minneapolis, all the way to downtown Minneapolis, comes every half an hour beautifully comes every half an hour it goes to a major indoor mall not as major as a mall america but southdale is an impressive size and you can shop there's an apple store there that's my okay when i go to apple i like it there because the apple store is really accessible there i sometimes the mall america i go to the mall america one because that's my head apple store but the lines are there always long because all this tourists that always plug up the apple store if I want to go to the Apple Store that doesn't have tourists plugging up the Apple Store, I go to the one in Southdale. Because it's just every half an hour, boom, 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 the bus will just take me there. I can walk in. Apple Store, there's a food, they, there's like a Hennepin County Government Center there. So, oh no, I need my ID changed. You can go right there in the mall. There's a, there is like an ID, like Hennepin County Office, so you need any services as a disabled person and all that stuff. Boom, it's right there. Um, but the issue is if you're not in the neighborhoods that are between the Southdale Mall and South Minneapolis, if you're not in the neighborhood that bus follows, you're screwed because what happens is in Edina, they expect everyone with a blunt, everyone to go to Southdale, park at Southdale, and then take the, and then take, and then take that bus into, that goes into South Minneapolis and then to downtown. So if you're not living along the bus route that goes between Southdale Mall and downtown Minneapolis, you're kind of fucked because, you know, but at least if you live along that bus route, you're good because it comes every half an hour. Because Southdale does that because they want all the bazillions and bazillions and bazillions of people who live in downtown Minneapolis and South Minneapolis to shop there so and to work there. So then, you know, they're, they want to make sure that they're, the people who can work there and shop there can get there easily so they make more money. Um, and then Southdale has these big, nice strip malls 
outside the mall that have Whole Foods, London Barley's, Target, like no, you know, the, not the high-end, like Whole Foods, of course, high-end, London Barley's, of course, high-end, but like, you know, like Target, you know, that's like a mid-end store. So they have like fancy shopping, also strip malls outside the main mall. And then they have like apartments mixed in with the shopping and then they have single family homes. So if you can afford it and you don't need, if you are blind vision impaired and don't want to work like full time every day, what you can do is you can, you can rent, if you can afford it, you can rent apartment next to Southdale Center, like work part time or whatever you want to do around the strip mall around Southdale Center. And then, you know, when you want to go downtown Minneapolis to see your doctor and stuff because it's more affordable, you can hop on that bus and just boom, 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 get to downtown and then get back out. Um, and then you don't have to worry because it comes every half an hour from 6 a.m. until midnight and you should not be at the doctor's office at midnight. Um, if, if it is, you're, you're definitely not at the doctor's office that I know because they close at 8. <laughs> so... Um, so then, you know, it's it's easy for you to get from between downtown Minneapolis and back out. Because, but, but if you're a sighted person, there'll be a pain because you have to drive all the way to, or Uber or walk to Southdale or the major road, it goes, the bus goes down to hop on the bus to get in, into town. But because, be lucky, we're not, we don't have to work a full-time job, you know what I mean? If we don't want to, or we can't because of, you know, the public transportation is not the best. You know, you can, you know, you lease, you lease can work part time somewhere in that strip mall or in the mall and just bust to downtown when you need it. Um, so and so then, like, you know, you still get the same productivity, but, you know, in easy in and out, easy in and out, easy in and out. Um, and then, you know, same thing with St. Louis Park, you know, the, there's a big the St. Louis Park and Wyzetta share a mall called the, the Ridgedale Center. If you're going between the Richdale Center and and downtown Minneapolis, it's pretty much like a diner. It comes every half an hour. It's like boom, 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 boom. You mean it goes between because they want people in Minneapolis to spend money at their mall. And they want people in Minneapolis, downtown Minneapolis and Minneapolis to work at their mall. So they have a good bus that kind of goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth every half an hour. And then, and then St. Louis Park also has a, has a separate sh strip mall that's not a part of the, not part of Ridgedale. It's just a random strip mall. I've, I don't know what the name is called, but there's also a bus that goes from downtown Minneapolis to that place, but that one's only every hour because that one, you know, a strip mall is not going to be as busy as as profitable as, a, as, a, as an indoor mall. Ridgedale is is I'm going to say medium size. It's not like small, but it's not big like the Mall America in Southdale. So Ridgedale and then Ridgedale's like Southdale has like like strip malls be, like around it and then townhomes, they're a bunch of single family homes. And and, and then so be lucky in the in the in this around like the 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 mall, there's a bunch of, they're building a bunch of apartments. And if you're blind vision impaired, you want to get in those apartments because one, you can work part-time and all that stuff right there. And two, when you want to see your doctors and stuff, you just take the bus into downtown and take the bus out. And then everything you kind of need to need is like right there. 
Um, and also there's a Hennepin County office right there. There's a library right there. Kind of the same thing like what Southdale is doing because they're owned by the same people. And there have there's a county county government office there in the, in the strip mall. So then you can say, hey, I need help. And you can just walk there and, and complain me in. And there's a public library that's there. And then, and then, you know, so then if you can afford that little section, right, there is also very paradise. Because if I could afford that section, I'll be like, bye, Minneapolis. Woohoo, I'm going to Richdale, slash Rosetta, slash St. Louis Park. Bye. <laughs> and then, you know, um, and then, you know, so Maple Grove is where, when, when I moved out of my parents' house, is where I first moved. Um, because I love Maple Grove, because Maple Grove is the only city that can complete that can compete with Bloomington when it comes to shopping. So, in my opinion, guys, this is my opinion, <laughs> not Google scientific facts. In my opinion, Maple Grove is is the only city in Minnesota that can compete with Bloomington and shopping, because Bloomington has the Mall of America. Um, Maple Grove has the shops at Arbor Lakes. And, but the difference is Maple Grove, the mall's kind of split into four sections. There's some on this side of 94, some on this side of 94, some shops in this part of 94, and this part. So Maple Grove is kind of, the mall's kind of split into four parts. Um, so not thousands of people can, can, can like pile in one spot and cause traffic jams. Maple Grove, they kind of block, they kind of broke up the mall, make, make, make a mall on purpose. So then everyone with cars doesn't make cause a freaking traffic jam all trying to get to one spot. So, so then, you know, but so Maple Grove, if you don't really drive, it kind of sucks shopping there because you have to like drive to different chunks of the mall. But I'm going to tell you how we can get around that in a minute. And then, you know, um, and then, you know, it's, but it's, it's really nice because they have, they pretty much have similar to, they have similar stores to the Mall of America. And the, the shopping area is just as big. And the different, the cool part is because everyone has to drive to get there. Um, you mean, it's, it's not as crowded as the Mall of America. Um, and Maple Grove is, it has the same thing as like Plymouth, like, Everyone has to drive to a bus hub, and then the bus hub will take you between Maple Grove and downtown Minneapolis. And same thing with Plymouth. Then does Plymouth, like I told you earlier, there's that weird gappy part. But Maple Grove, if you want to go private, you don't need to come to downtown for anything because they have their own private hospital. They don't have their own like like what Plymouth does, and all the other suburbs. They have their own private clinics and their own private eye doctors and stuff. But the issue is a lot of them they don't they don't they don't give you a good discount with with Medicare. The federal, if you had your private insurance, pretend if you have a sighted spouse and they work full time and you're on their insurance, that means you can go to those places and have no issue. But if you're like me and you're on Medicare, you're going to have an issue. So that's when I went out there. I always just like took the bus into downtown Minneapolis just to do my medical stuff and go to school. And then I then I took then I took the bus back out. Um, but but, you know, if you're blind and visually impaired, you know that but. But Maple Grove, it's like same things. Like they have a little shopping section and then they have apartments slash townhomes and they have their single family homes. So if you like, if you have the money, you can kind of live in that, that random area where the single, where the apartments are. And then you can just walk to everything you need in the strip mall or 
But I'm going to teach you guys a little thing that Maple Grove has. And Plymouth has, and Wayzata has, St. Louis Park has. It's called, it's, it's, it's kind of like a mobility taxi service that's owned by the cities. So you call them or use their app the day before and say, hey, I want you to pick me up this place and I want you to take me to this place. So at Maple Grove's version of it was called Maple Grove By Ride. So I'd go into the app and I will say, I want you to, I'm, I live here and I want you to take me here and you be here this time. I'm going to be done at this time and I need to go back home. And I put in my address, blah, blah, blah. You know I mean, and then, and then they'll say, okay, to get you to this time, this place at this time, we're going to pick you up at this time. And, and after you're done with your appointment, we're picking you up at this time. And they would take, and they'll take you back home. Um, so they like, you can still go to work. You can still go to your dentist appointments. You can still go to your doctors. If you're willing to, you know, pay out of pocket, the doctor stuff or use private insurance. Um, you know what I mean? Because Maple Grove, Plymouth, Wayzata, St. Louis Park, they're wealthier areas. So they want to encourage wealthier people activities. So then, you know, so then, you know, and then they have their little taxi things. But the issue is, pretend if like you were Maple Grove and you want to go to Plymouth, they won't take you to Plymouth. Because they say, hey, this service is only allowed to take you in within Maple Grove. Or pretend if you live in Plymouth and use Plymouth Link. Now remember, Plymouth Link's their version of Maple Grove My Ride. And you want to get around Plymouth, they only take you around Plymouth. And then Edina has their own version of that. St. Louis Park has their own version of that. Uh, Minneapolis even has their version of that. It's called uh, Metro Transit Micro. And it's their Metro Transit Micro is Minneapolis's version of that. So you have you call them and they just Uber, they kind of like a, a public taxi owned by the city and they take you anywhere in Minneapolis. Um, and then, you know, and then like you just call them and you say, or text the, hey, tomorrow, or in their app, whatever way the city has it kind of formed, because each city has it differently. And say, hey, I want you to take me to this place or this place. And when I lived in Maple Grove, it was nice. If I want to go to, if I was living, I lived down here in the southwest part of the city, and I need to go Hy-Vee in the northwest of the city, I can tell the app, hey, I want them to pick me up and take me over here. Or, hey, I want them to pick me up and take me to Cubs on this side of the city. Or, you mean, since suddenly the, the gap of the shopping malls, you mean that's separated by 94 because like sometimes when you're on one side 94 you look on the other side you can see the other shopping mall on the other side you can't just if you could hover over 94 or float over 94 you could be to the other shopping mall but you mean but with that service yes it does take time you know because you have to wait but as a blind visually impaired person who's living on social security and only working for fun what's the rush and like when I was when I was blind vision when I was vision impaired working full time, I had a rush. Oh my god, I have to get that bus. I have to get to work on time. I have to get paid. Blah blah. blah. I have to pay my rent with this full time, pulled full time money. You get what I'm saying? And I felt like, oh my god, the bus is gonna make me late. I'm gonna get fired and I can't pay my rent next month. So when I was working, when I was visually impaired person working full time and I lost my benefits, I was like, I had to hustle, hustle, hustle. And then when I was living out there. The public transportation came a little bit more stressful. Come on, you guys are half an hour late. I have to be at work in 30 minutes. You guys are half an hour late already. Come, on, You guys have to pick up a person before me. We're going to be late. I'm going to be late to work by 10 minutes. And then because you're a full-time employee, your boss gets mad at you more um, than if, like, you're a part-time employee. So then, you know, when I was, like, full-time visually impaired employee, that public transportation system was a fucking disaster because, you know, sometimes they show up late or they're not, or they're not on time because they have to deal with car traffic. 
And sometimes they have to drop off someone before they get to you if that person's late, you know. So that kind of system kind of sucks if you're one, if you're a visually impaired person who wants to work full time. But or even want to work sometimes sometimes part time. Because sometimes if you have to take and you work part time, sometimes it even makes you late for your part time job. So if like you're blind, vision impaired, and you want to work like full time, living out in the suburbs in Minnesota is not going to be possible because with the public transportation out there, it's going to make you late or delayed or Indian, whatever. Um, I'll tell you why I moved to downtown with public transportation in a minute. And then there's Fridley and Columbia Heights. Fridley and Columbia Heights has a bus that goes from downtown Minneapolis through Columbia Heights, through Fridley, and ends at the North Town Shopping Mall that's on the Blaine, Coon Rapids, and um, Fridley border. And and then pretty much I do the same thing. They have a shopping mall, they have, they have apartments, they have townhomes, and then they have a bunch of single-family homes. So, so like, if so, if you live in those apartments that's between the single family homes and the shopping mall, you can work part time at the shopping mall in the, some of the small strip malls around the shopping mall. But you know, but if you can't, if you're a sighted person and you can't drive, that sucks because you have to go to that one central transit station, then to get into town, and then you have to transfer to a different bus. You mean so to get to work? You mean so if like so many many Minnesota is still a very car centric city, but if you're a blind visually impaired person who lives on the bus line and only lives on that constant bus line, to me the ta- that bus that goes through Minneapolis into Columbia Heights and Fridley, it's the ten bus. It comes every half an hour because Fridley and Columbia Heights wants to come every half an hour because it goes to a shopping mall because if you're blind because they want people who are Minneapolis to go to their shopping mall and spend money and they want people in Minneapolis to go to their shopping mall to work because Minneapolis is a very like tourist economy they want people to come in land take the bus into Minneapolis stay in Minneapolis and shop at all the shopping malls so you mean so then you know so then, you know, it's it's good because, like, cool, I can work part-time in the shopping mall for my fun money, my social security's covering my rent, you know I mean, blah, blah, blah. But if you're if you're a sighted person who has to work full-time, it sucks because if you don't have a car, you have to make your way to the transit center, have to get on the bus by the transit center and go where you need to go. Or you, if you're sighted and you can't drive, you have to live only on that one street if you don't want to walk a mile to get to transit. So many so Minnesota, if you are a sighted person who wants who doesn't want a car have a car, it kind of sucks. But if like you're a visually impaired person like me and you're in the suburbs and you and you live exactly on that bus line, it's okay. Because like to me, I just walk out my I, I can just walk out my apartment. Oh, there's there's the bus depot, and then like only 25 free feet away, walk there, stand there, wait for the bus to come, pick up. I'm going towards the mall. I'm going towards downtown. But but the issue is the nice the nicer the neighbor like a lot of the newer neighborhoods that convenience costs you more money and a lot of the older neighborhoods that can that convenience won't cost you too much money um so my so far my favorite cities if i was going to move out of minneapolis would be columbia heights and fridley because i like that 10 bus and columbia heights and fridley you can find rents under one thousand two hundred dollars because they have like there, there's a lot of older people who rent out their bedrooms. There's older people who rent out their spare rooms in their apartments. 
you know, because older people sometimes only their spouse has died and it's only them and they don't need a two-bedroom apartment anymore and they'll rent out their other bedroom of their apartment to a disabled person or to a young person, you mean? So out in Columbia Heights and Fridley, the neighborhood's safe and the rents are somewhat affordable for people who are on social security. But if I won the freaking lottery and I can live in any place I want, I would choose like Edina, St. Louis Park, or Maple Grove. Because Edina, St. Louis Park, or in Maple Grove, they have the shopping mall, they have the apartments next to the shopping mall, and then they have the townhomes and single-family homes. So then, you know, I could buy a townhouse, or I can buy myself a condo, slash, you know, because sometimes some of the, like Maple Grove, they have apartments next to condos, or I can buy myself a condo or a townhouse, or if I, in Maple Grove, next, so I can still shop at the mall, take the bus into town when I need it, or I can live in Edina, and just buy a single family house close to the transit where I can just walk. Or, you know, I can or I can move to St. Louis Park and like buy a condo slash um, or or rent an apartment because I can afford it because I have the money, you know, next to the, the mall. So then, you know, you know, I can take the bus. So if I could like so if I could have if I had unlimited money, I would choose like um, St. Louis Park, Edina or Maple Grove. But because, you know, because of the good transit. But because, you know, of my, I'm broke because I'm on Social Security, I'm working part-time, that's why I'm choosing, like, Edina and Columbia, sorry, that's what, sorry, that's why I'm choosing, like, uh, Columbia Heights and Fridley, because Columbia Heights and Fridley, they have the same good public transportation as the three cities I, I listed, but it's it's because it's an older neighborhood, and it's, you know, you know the rents are cheaper. Um, Brooklyn Park, Brooklyn Center, to me, you know, um... Um, that place is good, you know, but a lot of people are flocking there because their public transportation is so good that it's even better than the 10 in Edina, sorry, in Fridley and Columbia Heights. It's even better than the 10. So a lot of people are fleeing to Brooklyn Park and Brooklyn Center. So the rents there are going up. Um, the reason why I chose Minneapolis was because when I was in Maple Grove, I got promoted at Nordstrom Rack full-time, I was full-time, and be lucky I was living in Maple Grove at the time so I could just walk to work. I was there full-time and I got promoted, right, to the, the Minneapolis store. I moved to Minneapolis to work at the store, and then two weeks in, they closed. So that's why I live in downtown because my apartment is like only two blocks away from the store. So to me, I'm like, okay, if I'm only walking two blocks away from the store, it doesn't matter where I live because I'm only walking two blocks away from from the store. And then after after I got I got kind of laid off because the store closed, I still had seven months, eight months left on my lease. So then I'm like, oh, what am I gonna do? And then I that's when I discovered the D line and the train that goes from downtown Minneapolis to Bloomington. And then I worked at Bloomington. I work at the Mall of America for six months. And then me and the mall, then the mall America just got too stressful because of my disability. So then, because of my my, because they wanted me to make food and they wanted me to sell things and they wanted me to do rides and you know I mean and and I sorry I can't, when it because of the ice cream the mall sells they sell dipping dots. I my my low vision is so bad I can't tell the difference between the dipping dots. I can't. 
and then they try to label it. And here's me as a visually impaired person. We're trying, I'm trying to learn what dipping dots are what. And they, I mean, and the line's going down. It just got too stressful. And then I went and said, hey, I want to do customer service. But then there was enough customer service hours for me. And then, so then I have to go back into foods where it's hard for me because of my vision. And, and that place just got, kept on getting worse and worse and worse for me and my disability. So then I went to a call center called VCM Services that's also in Bloomington. I chose that because of the good public transportation that runs every half an hour between downtown Minneapolis and Bloomington. And then they laid me off. So now I am, now I have three months left on my lease. And then once once my lease is done, up, I'm going to move to um, Fridley or Columbia Heights. So then I'm still close to my family that lives in Oak River. And I can still get to work. I can still get to my doctors and stuff. And now I'm, and then next month, because, you know, I'm technically unemployed, I'm going to, I'm planning to take, going down to Florida, Fort Myers, Florida, to visit my mom and my dad, because I have divorced parents. So I have, some of my parents live in Elk River. My, some of my family lives in Elk River. Some of my family lives in St. Cloud. Some of my, and some of my family lives in Fort Myers, Florida. So, you mean, so then, you know, because I'm unemployed, you mean, be lucky I have enough savings to pay everything I need to pay, you mean, because I worked full time. So, you mean, so then, you know, you know, so then, you know, I can go, I'm taking next month as advantage to go see my mother and to go see the life of Fort Myers, Florida. And then, um, and then the last month of my lease, I'm going to be like apartment hopping, finding an apartment and just moving in so yeah so and then and then st paul a lot of public transportation in st paul just goes between downtown st paul and downtown minneapolis so if you're living downtown st paul or anywhere in st paul a lot of the buses in st paul will take you to minneapolis because um because when it goes because it was mississippi minneapolis mississippi river St. Paul, and then another river, and then Wisconsin. So because St. Paul is kind of squished between downtown Minneapolis and Wisconsin, a lot of the buses that are in St. Paul just run to Minneapolis. And then once you're in Minneapolis, you know, that's when they can kind of like, you can kind of go anywhere you want. Because St. Paul does not, Minneapolis slash Minnesota slash St. Paul doesn't want to run buses into a different state. Because you don't want, because when you're running public transportation, you don't want your public transportation supporting a competitor. You want your public transportation only supporting your state. Because think about Minnesota builds a bus line to to the border to a border town with Wisconsin. Everyone like me can say, "Woohoo, we're gonna blow money and hang out Wisconsin," and Wisconsin is not paying for that bus. So then Minnesota is losing money by helping people bus to Wisconsin. And then they're blowing all their money in Wisconsin and busting back. Well, Wisconsin's not paying for that bus. So the Minnesota is losing all that tax money by busing you to Wisconsin. So if, like you live in St. Paul, all the buses, because of money and political policies, will bus you to Minneapolis. So then you spend your money in Minneapolis. And then, and then you bus back home. Because they don't want to bus you to Wisconsin and have you spend your precious tax dollars in Wisconsin. <laughs> no, they want you to spend all your money in Minnesota. So then, you know, so if you're in St. Paul, you know, you can still get some public transportation, but all the public transportation will kind of ship you to Minneapolis. 
um, you have no choice. So, and I don't know that much about the St. Paul side of the river, so that's why I can't tell you my opinion over there. But there's like famous blind people who live on that and live in St. Paul, like Jesse from State Services for the Blind. He lives over there and he runs a gaming channel and all that stuff. I think it's called Legally Cited or something like that. I'm not confident. I'm not going to Google it. But if you just email him at State Services for the Blind, you know, in, in St. Paul, they, they will give you his contact and then you can ask more about that. Um, he, you know, there's famous blind people, people like Jesse that lives over there. Um, State Services for the Blind of Minnesota is over there. So then there's like a bunch of blind people like me over there, slash vision impaired people who make podcasts, YouTube, stream stuff. Because if you're blind and you can't find employment, what do you do with your time? You know what I mean? What do you do with your time? And you don't want to be around like causing trouble and drinking and watching TV all day. You want to feel productive. You know I mean, you want to feel like you're actually doing something. So that's why, you know, when I hear when I'm laid off next month, I'm taking the time to visit my mom for a moment. You know I mean, and then when I come back, I'm going to keep looking for apartments. Um, to, I started making this podcast to teach you guys about Minnesota, my experiences and you know I mean, um, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, this Saturday, if my dad doesn't want to do anything, I'm going to be on errands. Pod, Aaron's Opinions podcast, doing doing debating whatever I'm debating with him, and um, yeah. So the, thank you for guys for listening or watching, depends on whatever where you're streaming this. Because I my 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 my, uh, my podcast is called Dustin the Blind Minnesotan, and I put it on Anchor slash Spotify for podcasters, and I told Spotify. To share it on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and of course Spotify. So I don't know when their Google is going to put it on their platform or when Apple's going to put it on their platform and when Spotify is going to put it on their platform. But you mean? But I. But they said it's going to take a few days and slash to a few weeks, and they'll email me if they have any problems or text me because I have an iPhone, so Apple will just do that. They said. Um, and because they're they're doing their decision, do we want this podcast on our thing? If they do, do we don't want this podcast on our thing? So you mean, and then once they make the decision, they'll email me, and then I'll share those links with you. So that's why for now I'm just putting on on YouTube because YouTube doesn't care as long as I'm not swearing and killing kids. So um, so then you know, so then from there I'm just waiting for my podcast stuff to be popped up. And then you can listen to this on the podcast. So then if you're blind, vision impaired, you don't have to like sit at me, stare at me talking to the screen. But you mean, because a lot of people blind, vision impaired, I heard they only listen to podcasts because there's no point in listening to YouTube because you can't see what's on the screen. So you mean, so once that's up, you know, I'll share those links and stuff. And then um, for those blind, vision impaired people who do not like YouTube, they can just listen to the exact same like recording over there, and if you're on Spotify, you'll see the you'll see the video. Because on Spotify, because like I have two choices with Spotify, it's like I can upload this video exactly right to it, and you guys can see me talking and listening at the same time. And the good thing with Spotify, you can turn off your screen and stuff, and do and just listen to me in the background, and still have the video when you turn on your screen. YouTube, you have you have to pay for premium for that, so that's why I, that's why I have been uploading the videos to Spotify 
So then if you don't want to pay for YouTube Premium, you can watch a little bit of it, and then you can listen to a little bit of it, and blah, blah, blah. Well, YouTube, you have to pay for all that features. But when I upload a video podcast to, like, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, the video won't show up. It'll just be the audio because that's the way how Google and Apple process their stuff. So if you go on Spotify or if you go on YouTube, you know, you can at least see me waving my hands doing my autistic speech thing. Um, well, guys, it was nice talking to you, and I'll see you on the next episode or hear you.